Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Booze with the Hound. This is Rob J, a.k.a. the Booze Hound, a.k.a. Mezzarino. What's up, guys? It's your boy, White Star, uh, a.k.a. Elbow Deep. Deep in that ass. Deep. Wow. Uh, so, we're back with another fucking sode. Sode. Another soda. Another soda. Um, sitting here looking at White's ugly ass face. Hi, guys. It's me. And his mustache. That's pretty nice. Hard to speak. That's my mustache shocking. Better. Hard to speak. <laughs> it's, it's just a gay version. Here's my ass. Hi, guys. Wow. This guy's body's just having quite the conversation in there. Yeah. Talks yeah. to me at night. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. It's kind of <laughs> scary. <laughs> <laughs> scares me too. Yeah. Did you have you ever seen that? Uh, it was like a, a guy who he had a second, like a face growing out of the back of his head. What? Voldemort? No, no, no. It was like that. What? But he it was like a real life person. Uh, and this okay, dude, that's whack. Yeah, and it had like teeth and shit. And like, but it was like a deformed like face. But did it like move? No, like, or is it, it just like a growth kind of? It was like a growth. Let me see if I can find a picture. That's kind of it. gross. Uh, man with face on back of head. Let's freak Wyatt out a little bit because he's a little bitch. She's gonna show me that one picture, aren't you? Oh, here we go. Yo, what the fuck? Yeah, so this dude, like, it's oh my legit, God. like, a it's not, it's like a face on the back of his head. I like how he shaved around it. He, <laughs> he did. <laughs> no, it's probably just like another face. Yeah, but he just shapes his goatee up and shit. <laughs> no, but like his haircut. No, but it's oh yeah, it's shaved around his he head. Gave him a little, uh, little trim, a little, little, little bowl cut. No, but this dude, he, uh, I think he ended up killing himself or something. Um, yeah, because he said that the face would whisper to him at night and tell, okay, him, yeah, tell him to do a bunch of crazy. Probably shit. Probably had some issues. Yeah. You already so, have a growth on the back of your head. It's not even a growth. It's literally another face. This thing has a, a nose and a mouth and, and eyes. eyes. And yeah. it, had, it had teeth. That's really gross. But Did it have, like, a mouth? You see the mouth right there. No, but, like, an actual mouth. Yeah, it had teeth. Well, it's, no, it couldn't, like, swallow and shit. I mean, like, no, no, no. can you open it, like... I don't... Well, you could see his teeth, so I'm sure you could open it a little bit. Oh, okay, that's gross. That's just gross. Went to the dentist and stuff. And <laughs> Double. Like, he had to... Schedule two appointments, one for each side. Time for your your whitening, sir. <laughs> Which side? Backhead. Backhead first. That was, that was his friend. name. Backhead. <laughs> Backhead. <laughs> two face. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. Call him but, a two face uh, bitch. It's like, well, look, guys, it's not cool. <laughs> yeah, so that reminded me of Wyatt's asshole talking to him at night. <laughs> yeah. Tells me to stop eating so much Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I hurt down here, man. <laughs> I don't know why, but Taco Bell fucks me up so much now, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's good coming in, bad coming out. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's bad coming in both ways, depending on who you ask. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I haven't seen you much this week, so you've been off and you've been at work. Yeah, you lucky bitch. She's had the whole week off. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like a Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I've been pretty good. Just chilling. Just recovering from Christmas. Yeah, did you do your whole, uh, your bread theory? Did that work out? Kinda. It, not really, no, I just still didn't eat as much. I ate a bit more, but I didn't eat did as much. Did you actually do it the day before? 
I did it the morning of. Oh, okay. So that's where you fucked up. Yeah. I was already full. Did we talk about it on on Yeah, we did. Our, we talked on this about podcast? It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so uh White's bread theory. theory did not work. I didn't do it right, so we'll see next time. You got to wait a whole another year. <laughs> Just try it out. I know. So you ate a little bit more? A little bit more than usual. Yeah. Christmas was good? Christmas was awesome. Yeah. Had a lot of family over, just hung out. What'd you get? I got a Apple TV. An Apple teeny. Apple wow. teeny. Yeah, they're getting, trying to get me like fucked up. Real, real man. <laughs> I got an Apple teeny. Can I get an Apple teeny? Can I get an Apple teeny, please? Yeah, yeah. you want a tampon too? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, I'm leaking through right now. Apple TV, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Nice. I like how you can stream your uh, computer to it, so you can use it as a second monitor. Mm. That's pretty chill. Just well, mirrors whatever's on your... Well, mirror, and you can choose to use an external display. That's cool. Yeah. What about you? What'd you do? What'd you get? Family, hung you out, suck? ate food, <laughs> <laughs> sucked down a bunch of buds. Nice. <laughs> Budweiser's. Bud- Budweiser's. <laughs> uh... Yeah, and just got a few gifts, like the awesome gift you gave me that I posted a picture of. Yeah, I'm just glad, on, I'm glad you liked it. On the Instagram. So if you haven't seen it, go follow me on Instagram. Go or follow, follow that podcast, I'm sorry. You go follow me, uh, Elbow Deep Cast, on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. YouTube and, uh, also. Yeah, check that out. We got videos on there. If yeah. you want to see what we look like. Our ugly mugs. Pretty bad. <laughs> Pretty bad. Um, yeah, I got a few other things. Got nice. some uh, some nice cologne from my fiance's mom. What's she trying to tell you? <laughs> that I smell like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. No, but it's, it's fucking Gucci, man. I know. I want to. Gucci, man. I want to smell you right now. It smells good. Yeah. Mm. Put it put a little behind the ears. <laughs> and then just when I turn my head, I get little whiffs and it's nice. <laughs> it just reminds me that I st- I'm still there. I'm still alive. I'm still here, guys. <laughs> oh, well, I'm still here. Yeah. Yeah, but it's pretty much it. A few smaller gifts. Nice. Yeah, you know, PJs and stuff like that. I got some really nice UGG socks. Really? Courtesy of my of my sister. Those are... Those sound comfy, S- honestly. Stephanie's tried them before I did. She actually wore them right when I got them. She <laughs> took like, them yeah, out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay. Yeah, did you know UGG makes a guy line now, actually? They have, like, guy slippers and guy yeah, shoes. Yeah, I have some. You have... Oh. I have UGG slippers. Oh, what the hell? Are They're they fucking, warm? Fuck yeah. Fuck. I have some Ugg, they're Ugg moccasins. They're fucking warm. Wear them to work, like Robert, <laughs> other dude. Like Robert. Yeah. <laughs> His work shoes that are actually slippers. <laughs> I might try that, but they're they're like a like a tan, so I don't think I'll get away with those. Just go like me, all, all khaki down. Yeah, I might have to try that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, that was pretty sick. Yeah, it was good. Chill holiday. Yeah, you know, drink a little bit. Speaking of beer. Speaking uh, of beer. What are we drinking today, boys? <laughs> so today, uh, we went to Save Mart. I it's been a busy week, so yeah, haven't had time to go to Bevmo or, or, or Total Wine. So we didn't go there. Uh, heart's been a little broken because we haven't been there in like two weeks. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, so uh, we'll see if next week we'll make a trip. But yeah, we hit Save Mart. Um, they have a pretty decent selection. But I spent quite a while trying to figure out what the fuck I wanted to get. Yeah, it was like Just, a, it was a small wall, but there was like a lot packed into it. Yeah, but they had a lot of IPAs, and you know, if you heard the last episode, not the biggest fan. Not, not, not. But uh, I found uh, an interesting looking beer. It looked pretty fun. Um, I'll post a picture of it on the Instagram as well. 
uh, but it's from um, Lagunitas. So if you, I mean, Lagunitas, they have a bunch of different kinds of beers. Uh, I haven't tried a lot of them. I've tried like two or three. Um, but it's from, uh, yeah, Lagunita Brewing Company. So the one I got is a Lagunita Ale called Something Easy. And the way it's spelled is S-U-M-P-I-N apostrophe. Something. Something, but something. Something. Something easy. You know what I and noticed about almost, not all, but a good majority of beers here in California? What's that? Especially, like, if you go to Save Mart, what their main selection is, like, quote-unquote beach beers, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Like, yeah. I feel like if you go East Coast, it's going to be more, like, ales or gutter beers yeah (laughs) just rats gutter juice (laughs) i feel like all the bees here beer all the bees all the beers here do have bees we do have a lot of bees all the beers are beach themed or socal themed yeah no i i definitely see that it was just you know having a good time good old time with the boys yeah dude let's surf these like i don't have a good surfer voice let's surf these waves dude (laughs) let's get groovy (laughs) Hang on tight. <laughs> Catch you on the flip side, dude. If you didn't know why, I used to be a surfer. <laughs> yeah. He used to surf in an ocean of men. <laughs> but he's back now. It's a good Saturday night for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was in the aisle looking for, for a minute. And, I mean, this one kind of caught my eye. I'll be honest with you guys. Uh, I was... I didn't have too many options. I was just like, I got to fucking grab something. I don't yeah. want to be here for a long ass time. <laughs> and I was with Wyatt and I felt like I was going to get busted like every two seconds from some <laughs> cop was just going to roll up on me and just tackle me. Cause I was like, what are you looking at today, boys? Yeah. Some, Cause I was with a minor. So the, I was having the, some, some total wine flashbacks. <laughs> so I was like, I got better hurry the fuck up and get out of here. Let me see both of your IDs. Yeah. <laughs> so this one, it's pretty cool. It's a, uh, it's like a, t- what is that, like a teal? What would you call that? It's teal. That's like a tur- teal. teal. Turquoise. It's turquoise. Te- it's teal. Like a teal uh, and yellow can, and it has a cool, uh, it looks like a GTO on it, like an orange GTO. Um, Real classic. Just looks like a fun beer. Like, uh, let's get a six-pack of this and drive this GTO down the road, boys. Drive it to the beach. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it looks it looks fun. Caught my eye. So, it is an, uh, it's an L, so... Crack this bitch open. Crack it open. See what it what it uh see what it do. So let me open this right now. Pour it in. Pour it in my nice booze hound. Booze with the hound glass that uh, Wyatt got. Nice. So this is a little tall boy. Yeah, it's actually. So it's probably gonna be about two of these glasses, and I'm get a nice. What's that? Uh, it's really nice and light. It's real, really pretty. Really pretty. Yeah, it's got a good head on it. Uh, it's got a nice, it's very clear beer. Got a nice uh, golden, golden glow. Yeah. Like, imagine if you hadn't drink water for the entire day and you take a piss. That's what it's going to look like. Yeah, this is probably Not to I... compare it to piss, just the color. Yeah, it's nice. It's a really nice color. And be- beautiful head on it. <laughs> oh, so let me take a little whiff here. Definitely getting some some fruity notes. Nice. Um, getting those hops in there, not too heavy. Um, getting like a 
kind of like a tangerine. Ooh. Or a... Like a citrusy? Okay, a very citrusy smell off of it, so uh, definitely falling to that beach kind of theme. Good time, nice light beer. So let me take a little... Uh, Let's sip sip here. Sipperoonie. See what see what's going on. Yeah, it's good. Um has definitely that hoppier taste, leaning a little more towards uh the heavier side of, of an ale, so kind of r- reminiscent of a IPA. Really? A bit more a little more hoppier. Harder on the palate. Yeah. So it definitely gives you that, that IPA bite. Nice. Um, not too much. Initially, you don't get a lot of the, the fruity fruitiness that you smell, but yeah. it has a smooth finish. It sits on your tongue a little bit, but after it goes down, I can, I'm starting to taste the, um, those sweeter notes. Nice. So it's, a. Uh, a pretty at least it's not like an IPA that sits. No, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't punch you in the fucking face. Yeah, but let me take another sip here. Yeah, this beer's definitely brewed with a, a little bit more hops. Um, but yeah, I'm starting to get those those Fruity citrusy notes. notes coming through a little bit more. Uh, yeah, it's, fruit it's, gang. It's a good beer. Uh, what are we? What's our? Uh, okay, let's see. Um, on a scale of zero to ten. Total wine busts. What would you rate this? Total wine busts? Yeah. Okay. Um, zero to ten total wine busts. I'm going to give this... I'm going to give this seven total wine busts. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's That must be pretty good for... Because I know you don't like IPAs that much. Yeah. I know it's not an IPA, but yeah. you said it has a lot of flavor like an IPA. Yeah. If it was a little lighter on the hoppier side, I, I probably would have... Given a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but it is leaning towards that, so uh, this isn't a beer that I would slam on the regular. Yeah. So seven, I think, is... Seven out of ten yeah. total wine busts. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll leave it at that. Nice. Um, check out the picture. It's a really nice can, so you can see that on, on uh, the Instagram. Uh, That's pretty cool. Booze Hound Cast. Um, so I'm going to sip on this. Get a little brined. Brined. And uh, we'll get into uh, get into the... Stories. Historias. So today, I think I was inspired to, to look up a, a story like this because uh, over the weekend, I watched a movie called uh, Room. It's on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, it's a pretty good movie. Very suspenseful. Not it's not an action movie or anything. It's just kind of a dramatic movie, but it was critically acclaimed, so that's why I wanted to watch it. But it's basically about uh, a woman who gets kidnapped, and she's held hostage—not hostage, but held captive. captive. Um, and when the movie starts, she had been held captive for seven years. Whoa! Like. Like local or like overseas or like what? No, this was um, where was this? Uh, shit, I want to say it was like. Uh, I mean, not local, like here. Well, it was here in the United States. Okay, I think it was up in like Seattle or something like that. And held captive by like oh, just like a weird. Yes, a guy. Whoa, seven years. And she had been held captive for seven years, and she actually had a a 
uh, kid with her. What the hell? Who was five years old, a little boy. With the who, dude? Or yeah, like, yeah. Who, oh, wow. Who hadn't, like, that guy impregnated her. Impregnated her and um, she had him in, it, it's, it was literally a room probably the size of where we're at now. Jeez, for seven years, I and, can't. And, yeah, she never went out outside. That I guy would imagine that. bring um, groceries to her every week. And, like, the kid, that's all, like, the little kid knew, so... Uh, in the movie, she makes up stories and stuff because uh, they have a TV in there and it's yeah. just like like old whatever ch- c- cable channels they would get. Yeah, like old, older stuff. And she would make up stories that all that stuff wasn't real and like the only people were like them. And She told the kid that? Yeah, like he never, well, he was what? a little kid. So like he didn't think there was an outside of the room. Oh, I guess that was more. So that was like his whole, well, just so, because they couldn't leave. So yeah. You know, so like it was pretty sad to watch. That's pretty trippy. Yeah, and I mean it's a it's a good movie. I'm not gonna ruin it for you, but that's pretty much. Yeah, I can't believe seven years though. Yeah, it's a long time. It's a really long time. That well, would be, man. You can't tell us how he got caught. Cause I'd probably ruin it, huh? Yeah. Already. I'll yeah. Watch that then. But uh, you know, it's a de- definitely a good movie. But um, so that movie reminded me of a a book that my fiance had read a few years back while she was in school. That, um, like, she would read parts of it when we were together. Um, and, like, it was a good book, so yeah, I was like, oh, shit. You remember uh, the title of it? Read more. Yeah. Uh, it was called uh, A Life Lost. Okay. Which is based on a true story of... For, it, the gr- it was a girl who was held captive okay. for uh, 18 years. Holy shit. And she wrote that. And that is the girl that we're talking about today. Wow. Um, so her name is J.C. Uh, Duggard. D- yeah, looks like Duggard. And this book was the it was the first thing that I had, you know, never knew the story before that. So so this book was was the one that introduced me to her, and it's a fucking crazy story. Um, and we'll get into a little bit of. Uh, I mean, it was basically her experiences throughout the whole thing, um, but uh, it, it's crazy to think that somebody can With live hold, like that. Yeah, especially thinking that somebody can hold somebody captive exactly. for eighteen years. Yeah, like you got to. That's an entire. Uh, that's like fucked up. Childhood. That's that's like your yeah. life. That's almost like your. Yeah. So um, so uh, J C Duggard. She, like I said, was uh, held captive. So um, she was 11 years old when when she was kidnapped. Oh, my God. And she was kidnapped from, uh, it was a small town. um, It's called uh, Mayers, California. So south of of Lake Tahoe. Tahoe Okay. In California. Um, And her family actually moved there. Uh, her parents, uh, her mom was uh, Terry Proven, and her stepdad, his name's Carl Proven, um, and they had moved there from uh, a suburb in L.A., uh, I think it was nine months prior to her okay. kidnapping, and they moved there just because they thought it was safer, because, you know, L.A.'s crazy. Wow. So they moved there to get out of L.A., away from the crime, Wow. Uh, a better really place sucks. to raise her family. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so she was 11 years old. Uh, she was in the fifth grade. All right, so she was born um, May 3rd, 1980. Yeah. Yep. 
in Arcadia, California. Uh, so the time of the kidnapping, um, it was in uh, 1991. So basically what happened that day, uh, she was she was leaving for school, walking over to the bus stop, um, and she was walking up this little hill, and the bus stop was over the hill. So she was almost there, and uh, there had been this car that was circling around the neighborhood, and um, it pulled up, cut her off, and she said that she initially thought that they needed help, so she kind of didn't react in, like, a panic or anything. Yeah. And uh, a woman jumped out, and before she knew it, she just felt, like, this pain and she went limp and Mm. she was in the car and she when she came to uh she was like in the backseat of the car and the woman was holding her down and uh there was a man driving and they were fucking on the road out of there wow and so she had gotten tased by the woman whoa and um whenever she was coming back to consciousness she was just crying and freaking out and pleading with them, telling telling them to let her go, saying, uh, my family can't afford a ransom. Please just let me go. And the whole time this woman's, like, trying to calm her down, like, hold her down. Yeah. Um, and they ended up going uh, back to the kidnapper's hometown, which was not where she was uh, kidnapped from. Um, so they were from uh, Antioch, California. That's where they lived. So that's uh, East Bay. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, San Francisco, Oakland, all that. So that's in the East Bay. Um, so that's a, that was about three hours away from where she... Like way out of the way. Yeah, yeah, where she was kidnapped. So these people went out there all the way. Uh, Damn. I wonder for, if they were doing that on purpose. Were they doing that on purpose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the fucked up thing about it was that her uh, stepdad was actually outside. And he saw the whole thing happen. What? She was, he was like, she was, she was far down the road. Yeah. And he saw the car pull up and somebody jump out and grab her. And he jumped, he didn't have his car keys or anything. So he jumped on his bike and starting, started riding behind the car, chasing them. What the hell? And, um, there was a, a article I read that was describing his, his perspective from it and, um, he was just saying, like, imagine just watching your your daughter walk and somebody just jump out and snatch her up. Jesus. And he was like, I I was I was so upset that I didn't have my car keys. And he was like, the first thing that came to mind was just jump on the bike. And he said that he rode. He rode until he physically couldn't anymore. Yeah. And I mean, he just exhausted himself and like, that was all he could do. Yeah. And like, you know, he didn't know they were gonna fucking they're leaving. You know, Town, driving three, three hours. hours away, yeah. so that was like pretty, pretty fucked up. And yeah. you know, there's it goes into you know how he felt and how it fucked them up. You know, fuck both of their parents up. Yeah, it would fuck anybody up. I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the people who kidnapped her, uh, it was a couple, and uh, the the woman who who grabbed her, her name was uh, her name was Nancy Garrido. Okay. And the man who was driving the car, his name was uh, Philip Garrido. And so they were a couple. Um, the This dude, Philip, he was the reason why she was kidnapped. He had a lot of uh, mental issues. Yeah. Uh, sexual deviant, this guy was. Ugh. 
Uh, just like a nasty, nasty motherfucker. Terrible. Um, Terrible, man. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll kind of get into his background a little bit. I uh, kind of had a, a bit of a rap sheet. So, um, he was he was born on uh, April 5th, 1951. Uh, grew up in Brentwood, California. And uh, graduated high school in 1969. Uh, so, in 1972... Uh, he was arrested and charged with, uh, well, allegedly uh, for sexually, he allegedly sexually assaulted a 14-year-old girl. Wow. Yeah, so at, at this time, uh, he, was, he was 21 years old. So he allegedly sexually assaulted uh, a 14-year-old girl. And the case didn't go to trial because the girl declined to testify. So he was just like, oh. Um, and then in 1970, uh, he married, uh, kind of high school sweetheart. Her name was, uh, Christine Murphy. And, you know, they went back and, and interviewed her after all this. And she said that he was really abusive and like he, they were married for, for like three years. Yeah. And they were really happy at first and out of nowhere, he kind of just, was super unhappy with her. He was verbally abusive. Uh, he would always take off. He started getting into uh, LSD. He would take like three, four hits a day. And he would just be fucked up all the time. So he was pretty heavily into drugs and shit. I don't know, like LSD and stuff like that. That kind of fucks yeah, you up. Yeah, fucks you up. And, and uh, so she ended up uh, leaving him and he kidnapped her. Oh. So she wouldn't leave him and this dude already sounds did like it. yeah didn't go well she got away and no i mean there wasn't any charges or anything uh no pressed. charges are you serious yeah this guy's just getting getting away scot-free i feel like uh, so the there's, system there's a lot of ways this could have been prevented already exactly yeah there's already two opportunities that are gone there well you know you look at it now obviously his i don't know if this is the next crime but the crime of uh, kidnapping JC. Yeah, was a combination of both of his earlier crimes. Mm-hmm. So kidnapping and uh, like raping or sexual deviancy of yeah. a, a minor. Yeah. So, and so, s- segueing into the, his next crime, 1976, he actually did kidnap a 25 year old woman. Her name was uh, Catherine. Another Calloway. kidnapping. Yeah. What? Kidnapped her in uh, South Lake Tahoe. He took her to Reno, where he had a storage unit that he rented out. Oh. Um, he raped her for five and a half hours, and the police drove by, and they noticed that there was a car parked outside, outside the unit. So they knocked on the on the door, and uh, Garrido came out, and then the the girl came out, and she pleaded for help. He was arrested right away. Um, Good. And he was actually charged and convicted for this crime, uh, both federal and state charges. And so he went to jail. He got some psych- psychiatric evaluations. It uh, was diag- diagnosed as a sexual, 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 sexual nice. deviant and a chronic drug abuser. So um, they recommended a neurological exam and they came to the conclusion that drugs played a big part in him being fucked up. Yeah. Um, 
and he was just really sexually fucked up. Like he was aroused by by young girls and not not very normal. Uh, gross. Yeah. Very gross. But his diagnostic impression came out as quote normal neurological examination. So how did that? How, what? How did yeah. that get fucked up? I don't know. So. I guess he was fine, but just from other doctors going in and talking to him and shit, they came to the conclusion that he was just really fucked up. Um, okay. So, again, another, <laughs> another fucking... This dude just getting by every single way he can. Yeah, yeah. So, in March 9th, on March 9th, 1977, he began serving a 50-year federal sentence. Um... And he went to uh, Leavenworth Penitentiary in Kansas on June 30th, 30th 1977. Um, while he was there, uh, there was a woman yeah, named Nancy, which would become his wife, who was there visiting uh, one of her uncles. And they met, because, uh, I mean, back then they were able to have People come in and visit, and it was one big room, and there was there was tables, so like all the families were together. So uh, I guess they they came in contact, and so she would come and visit him, and um, she ended up marrying him. Wow. Yeah. In. uh, Well, what's wrong with something's wrong with her then? Is she? Well, yeah, she's (laughs) marrying somebody who raped somebody. Exactly. So she obviously. Did not give a fuck. Um, so on January 22nd, 1988, uh, Garrido was released uh, from from the prison he was at. Sounds like it's early. Yeah. Not 50 years. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and he was transferred to uh, federal parole on what? August 26, 1988. So he was on parole. He got out on parole. Why is he on parole for... Okay. Okay, this just sounds like a really fuck up system right now. Yeah, no, it like, definitely is. Yeah. So. I, yeah. Out on parole, he has his wife. Um, he moved to Antioch with his wife, and he was, I mean, he, he was continuing his. I mean, he was fucked up already. Like yeah, he's still fucked up. It's not like he's not gonna be fucked he's up. Not better now. So he got into drugs using methamphetamines and stuff and, oh, and nice. just like was uh he was he was just really fucked up and, and his brother, um, Ron Garrido, he was interviewed and, and they said that he said that he was just like fucked up on drugs all the time. Um, not a normal guy <clears throat> and after he started using the drugs super heavily, he became quote a fruitcake. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know if that... <laughs> no, no, I've never been. <laughs> I don't know if that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what that means. I don't uh, know how drugs turn you into a fruitcake, but... Uh, yeah, sure. And then his dad's quoted on saying that uh, he was a good boy. Hey, let me hit uh, this meth pipe. Let me hit this dick right after. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, these were the two people that kidnapped... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, just hitting, sucking, hitting, su- sucking both ways, sucking both ways, double suck. 
Double barrel. But um, yeah, this guy was back on the streets. Still running. fucked up. Yeah, still fucked up. So obviously he's if he's a, he already had done it three times. What's what's gonna stop him yeah, like, from yeah. not doing it again? Yeah. So he's out and you know, like he the system fucked up. Yeah. So he's probably thinking like I got away with it three times. Might as well get away with four. Exactly. And his fourth attempt, unfortunately, was JC. Yeah. And they kidnapped her, they took her back to uh Antioch and she was locked away in a like a back kind of like small little shed yeah so she was put in there the room was all soundproofed um which is another reason why that one movie reminded me of it because uh in the movie they have uh like the studio like the padding like this yeah like a soundproof room. yeah around the whole room wow uh and it's like it's, a, it's in a garden shed where D- she's yeah, okay just being in that room by itself probably fucked with whoever's in there because like rob has a corner right here where he does his music and stuff, and if you put your head in that corner, it it bothers me honestly. That it's because it's, it's silent. Like, it's so like nothing is there. Like it's yeah. dead. Yeah. So imagine being in a room completely covered in that. I would go crazy just from that. Yeah. That, like considering nobody else can at me, I just put myself in that room. I would go crazy. I can't. Yeah. Deal with that much silence. Right. And um, so she was there for uh, a few days, and then um, immediately. It was probably like two days, I think. Yeah. Um, she was she was taken into the house uh, with Philip, and he took her into the shower where he raped her immediately. Wow. That's and it was an eleven year old girl. Disgusting. It's terrible. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely. And so this continued. Um, this was like a daily thing. Like he he would he would rape her, um, and she. I mean, she was a little kid, so she was super helpless. Yeah. She couldn't do do anything. And uh, this continued for seven months before she met uh, Nancy, who Philip introduced her. And um, she recalls Nancy as being, trying to be super nice to her. Yeah. They would, uh, she would bribe her with like stuffed animals and she would bring her chocolate milk and McDonald's and stuff. And yeah. They would, uh, I mean, she was a little kid, so they would tell her stories and telling her it was going to be okay, and and it was just a really, it was a fucked up situation. It sounds fucked like, I can't imagine being in a situation where the people abusing you and doing that type of shit to you are also being nice to you. Yeah. Like, really mixed emotions. Yeah. Not saying that she liked him, but like, just having both sides of, like, totally opposite interactions with him. It's just really weird thinking that, you know, the guy would take her into the shower and rape her and then come out and give her McDonald's right after. It's just terrible because I don't know how I don't know how to feel about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just fucked up. And it's and, and so fucked up. So while she was abducted, as soon as she went missing, uh, the family called the authorities. And within the first hour they had, uh, it was like, it's story like it blew up media got involved and yeah and people started those big search parties that started uh they they formed and they were going different neighborhoods um as the days turned into weeks they put out flyers uh local businesses they had stuff printed and sent out around the country 
and then the, the 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 news media started getting involved. So the mother would go on the news and like plead. She had a, a camera crew come to her house and uh, she was showing off her room and it was just really fucking sad. Yeah. Like just Sounds to like see that, that and then just imagining the parents. Um again, you know, me as a dad. Um like now when I see shit like this or when I see movies or anything where kids are involved and they get hurt, like it really like it totally fucks different me. Reaction like, yeah. You don't have kids. You know, before I, I used to just be like, Oh, that's fucked up. But now I, I empathize with the parents and i put myself in their shoes and I, i'm thinking like if that was me like what the fuck you know like cause there would be nothing that would stop me from yeah. from i mean i wouldn't sleep i would do everything in my power to to try to try to get them back and just feeling so hopeless and or helpless that you can't do anything well, about hopeless it. And helpless. yeah like it's just a, a really fucked up feeling that i, I like hope that i never have to experience but yeah, there's a lot of people who do and like it's just it's really sad to see people like that yeah so heartbroken and at the same time her mom was pretty positive because she was saying like we're gonna get her back you know all these efforts very optimistic gonna, yeah yeah so you know um that was big of her to to keep a brave face yeah and um she like i said got the media involved so the story started going national it was a big story there was people looking for her everywhere uh, her face was all over the news, all over the, um, like there was pictures of her in convenience stores and, and just everywhere. everywhere. Find it. Yeah. And um, her mom actually, she had a, a song recorded. So really? a singer recorded a song and it was called, uh, it was called uh, JC Lee. Lee was her middle name. Um, and the, there was a documentary I saw where the recording artist got interviewed. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, as soon as I heard her story, I, I, and her mom said that she wanted to make a song, like I jumped on board, Yeah, did the song, it was a beautiful song, and it was just like, I, I heard part of the song, and it was pretty, pretty touching. Yeah. And then at the end of the song, it's her mom talking and just saying like, come home, blah, 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 we love you. And it was just like really fucking sad. Yeah. And so this song was played at different radio stations around the country. Um, and she was just saying like, I know this is going to bring her back, we're going to... We're going to see her. So being optimistic about yeah. the entire time. And, I mean, we already know that she wouldn't see her for another 18 years. So. God damn, that's <laughs> such a long time. That is a very fucking that's long my, time. That's my entire lifetime. Yeah. Like it is, literally. Day one to yeah. now will be my entire lifetime. Wow. Yeah, so um, in, in the book, uh, A Life Lost, that she wrote, uh, it was pretty much just like a, a day-to-day, um, because... Okay, so when she was kidnapped, they they had her tied up and they had her um, pretty much just confined to to this little shack. And then after she met Nancy, uh, they took her into uh, another. It was a bigger room. Okay. So like basically another shack. Um, but there's pictures that I saw. Let me let me pull one up here. And this was their backyard. So wow. it was, was kind of like out in the middle. Like out in the country, huh? Yeah, they had quite a bit. I mean, it's probably like an acre property. Yeah. Um, super trashy looking. Yeah. But there's... Uh, I'll, I'll post this on the Instagram too. Um, but it's just a bunch of like tarps and and, and like uh, sheets siding, like sheets, metal sheets. Um, and it looks like just these little fucking ran down shacks. And it's just it's like three or four of them. 
yeah. um, in the backyard. Oh, well, so, oh, that. Yeah, all this right here. So there's a small one in the very back, which I think was the very first one where she was kept because it was pretty tiny. Yeah. Um, and, and then they move her into a bigger room um, where, she, where they kept her. And after a little while, they started uh, trusting her a little bit more, so they would they would let her out, um, and kind of. Well, let me back up a little bit. When they when she was first there, there was pretty much no interaction. Uh, the dude that dude Philip would just go back there and rape her, yeah, and do whatever to her, and he would leave her. So she was with no pretty much human interaction for. The first, yeah, like the first couple of years that she was kidnapped. Wow. And except for for him coming back there and, and raping her. Yeah. And um, like he, w- he would tell her that, that he was doing that uh, because God had chosen him. And like this dude was kind of like Wait, a religious. also a, it says self-styled evangelist. So yeah, he would convert people to Christianity. Right. Yeah. So this dude was, uh, a, he saw himself as a vessel of God. Wow. Okay, and, that's really double fucked up. Yeah, and said that he had, he was chosen to kind of, m- like, make them see the way, or... That's a really fucked up way of doing yeah, he's it. he's not doing it right. Can't yeah. And uh, he would constantly tell her that she was saving other little girls from, from him. From him going and getting other little girls because he had her. Wow. And he he would tell her that uh, he was being told by voices and like all this weird shit. Yeah, so it's just show. It just goes to show how fucked up he is. In yeah, head. yeah. And so he was making it seem like she was doing like a good thing yeah. for for being there. And um, I mean, she she was there for for a while, and um, they started trusting her a little bit. So they gave her. Um, like TV, and they would bring like coloring books and stuff for her, and but they wouldn't allow her to to watch like the news and shit. Yeah, uh, just because they didn't want to see her, because they knew the face. Her face was gonna be fucking plastered all over the whole fucking news and shit everywhere. Yeah, so this thing continued where he would get fucked up. He would be on meth and shit, and uh, he called it uh, a run. And she, he would come in there, and he would uh, make her help him clip like porno magazine pictures and shit. What? And, yeah, and he would tell her that the evil angels were were telling him to do all this stuff, and yeah, it was pretty fucked up. And they would um, they brought her kittens a couple times for her to take care of. Uh, so she says that this was like she enjoyed it a lot because she was alone the whole time. Yeah. So like. You know. Any anything that will yeah. keep you company is so probably really welcome. Yeah, anything. Um, so, almost three years after she she was kidnapped, because um, they had her in handcuffs most most of the time. Wow. Um, so three years after she got kidnapped, so she was like fourteen. Uh, they started letting her come in the house, and the first time they let her come in was um, on Easter Sunday on. April 3rd, 1994. And so they gave her an actual home-cooked meal for the first time. Uh, before, wow. it was just, like, scraps and shit like that. Um, and they they had told her that they thought she was pregnant. 
and so she was three and a half months pregnant at the time. Wow. Yeah. Um, so they they said that they weren't going to let her go to the doctor or anything, and that uh, Philip was going to do it. That's so he a, started watching. Scary. Yeah. So he started watching videos on how to deliver babies and shit. So she had her 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 baby there at the house, and she was fucking like fourteen years old having a baby. That's ridiculous. That's having a baby there, and so gross. So she, uh, she said that she was so happy to have the baby, um, just because it was another person to be there with her. Gave her a distraction, kind of. Yeah, and so uh, they helped. Raised the baby. Um, when the baby was getting a little older, um, Philip told her that that Nancy was going to raise the baby as her own, and that they were going to tell the baby that uh, JC was her sister. And it's pretty. It's uh, really fucked up. Yeah. And so this continues for another fifteen years. And during this time, she has another baby. Another one? Another one. So she has two kids with this guy. Uh, that lady, Nancy, is is raising the babies. And she's able to... Like, she's not held captive the way... that She's not tied up or anything. She's able to go in the house. Yeah. Um, she's able to go outside and stuff. And she actually, uh, like, interacts. Like, th- there was one neighbor that had gone over one time and actually met her. She answered the door, and uh, he would see he would see her like out in the yard sometimes, and um, figured that she just lived there. Like, you yeah, know, she didn't need any help. She never said anything. Um, so she had plenty of opportunities to to leave, but she never did. And and um, a lot of people say that she had Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, that's what it kind of sounds like. Yeah. So if you don't know what that is, it's basically if you get cap- captured. Um, for a period of time, you eventually start falling in love with your captor. Or just liking them. Just yeah, or just liking them. And so you're okay with being kidnapped. Yeah. So you're not trying to leave or escape. Um, but after she was she was rescued, um, she, she said that she was just terrified of leaving. Like she Didn't was too why. scared to try yeah. anything because he would, he would threaten her and, and say that, that, he would kill her and, and all this shit. Yeah, I'd be and, scared too. Yeah, so she never attempted to leave. And um, she actually ended up, because uh, that dude, Philip, he ran a, a printing business. Mm-hmm. And she actually went and would work there and help. What the hell? And she never left. And um, That sounds like she had a lot of opportunities. Yeah, but she didn't. And uh, she would answer the phones at the house and stuff. And like people would call and... and like- Trying to integrate her and to make him a family. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, she has the two kids. Um, so, yeah, this goes on for years. And, at, I mean, this guy's still doing parole. He's on parole still. Yeah. So, obviously, parole officers go over there every now and then to check and stuff. And uh, at one time, one of the parole officers actually, uh, he meets her, but still, like, nothing what? happens. Yeah. Dude, you know, this dude is so lucky. Exactly. Um, and it's not until, uh, till later on that it starts getting a little, a little more serious. Um, on August 24th, 
um, this guy, he kind of went on, on like, a, he was a really religious dude. Yeah. So um, he goes over to uh, the UC Berkeley campus um, where he, I mean, should I, I was going to Fresno State, so I've seen plenty of these dudes that are out there preaching. Yeah. Preaching their religion and, and I mean, the campus allows these people to go out there. Uh, so this dude goes out there and um, he's he takes uh, JC with, with him and uh, the, two da- the two daughters of him, or yeah, of him and her. Yeah. And so they're out there and one of the campus uh, officers notices that she was acting kind of... Uh, Kind of weird. It was like really, really strange the way that they were acting. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like they were asking for help or anything, but still, it was it was off Can't enough act normal in that situation. Yeah, enough for for um, for this officer to go and kind of investigate. Well, good on that guy finally. So, um, they the officer asks for one of the pamphlets and goes and is like, "Hey, like, what's your? I want to learn more about your religion." So this guy was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Um, here's this blah blah blah, and she asks she asks him his name, and um, so she gives the officer the name, and then they go back and run his name, and they see that he has prior sexual assault charges and and uh, attempted rape and kidnapping, and so after that they send a parole officer over, and. They go into the house and they find they find the girls, and uh, there's actually there's actual video. I don't know if it's for it was that time. No, it wasn't that time because the parole officer leaves. But uh, one of the times, one of the parole officers goes and searches the house, and uh, that lady Nancy starts recording, and um, she's asking him a bunch of questions like, "Why are you here?" Like, that other guy was just like, "I'm here just uh, just to check, just to check." And I think that was that time where she met. Or that pro officer met uh, JC, and he just walks out the door and he's like, "All right, I'll be back." Blah blah blah. Okay. And uh, yeah, so they go back over after they contact the pro officer after they're on the on the campus, um, and then they they take JC and they're like, "Are you like they ask, start asking her questions and um, she ends up telling him like what was going on." Yeah. And um, they had given her another name, and they were like, "What's your name? Like, what's, what's your name?" And what's your real she, name? she was really afraid. And at this time, she was twenty nine years old. Oh wow, she was. Yeah, and she was like, "I can't say it." So they gave her a piece of paper. She was like, "Can I write it?" And she writes down, uh, "J.C. Duggard." Yeah. And so immediately they're like, "Holy fucking shit!" Here after all this time. Yeah, and they they take her away. Uh, they call her mom, and her mom just couldn't believe it. And she talks to her mom, and like this, this like in the documentaries I saw, like it was just like such a big fucking moment. Well, yeah, and probably. Yeah, and her mom couldn't. Her mom couldn't believe it. Um, so like it was fucking insane that yeah. they she was still alive after eighteen years. Yeah, and um, so they go and they bust uh, Philip and Nancy. Um. They they go to trial and think they had to go through three 
it's like three mistrials just because of the jury again. Yeah. Jury always fucks it up. Yeah. Um, so they go and they convict them, um, and they were convicted. They were they were both convicted um, for kidnapping, rape, and false imprisonment. So Nancy is currently serving 36 years to life and then, in a Central California women's facility. And then Philip has 430, 431 years to life. 431 years to life. So I don't think he's going to beat 431. Like he's, uh, I mean, check the time. Yeah. No, that dude's fucking, he's, he's dead. He's so he's, he's in Corcoran State Prison. Uh, so that's pretty close to us. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and when she was rescued, uh, Casey's daughters, one of them was 15 years old and the other one was, uh, 11 years old. Yeah. And, uh, she was reunited with her family. And so after this, they, like, she kind of, like, she really triumphed and became a big, a big figure because she started all these organizations to help people like this and, and shit. And, um. Like to this day, like interviews and stuff, she's super positive, and um, I would be too. Yeah, being out of that situation, is, but it's good that she, you know, it's pretty probably affects her, but like it didn't. Oh yeah, ruin her. Yeah, no, it didn't. And they had to evaluate the, the daughters and stuff, and yeah. like they were they were fine. Like that's that's surprising. That's really good actually yeah. for. Well, just I mean because they didn't lock her up lock them up they were still kind of like a family yeah so i guess that's what helped yeah i guess but like it's still like it's still really fucked up like they had no idea yeah so that's the story of jc duggard crazy story like i can't imagine being in that fucking situation being so helpless being that scared that you can't even attempt to help great deal of time she was there until she was 30 years old yeah like imagine missing. Well, how old are you? I'm 26. You'd if you were in her shoes, you'd still be there for another four years. Yeah, three years. That's I couldn't imagine that. That's ridiculous. Like, like day in and day out, she's there. Yep. That's ridiculous. Like that is such a horrible. No, for real. Uh, honestly, I'm. It's a good thing that dude's in, you know, to life. But uh, yeah, it's fucked up. They took him that long to. Yeah. Like, there were so many opportunities that they could have dude, prevented this from happening. I don't know. Dude's got something on his side, and definitely ain't God, but yeah. something, something must, I don't know, man. It's fucked up. All so, the ways he, all the times he got away with everything? Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. She, she went on to write two books. Uh, the first one that, that I, I read some of um, was the one that she, because they allowed her to have a, a diary after a couple years. Yeah. And yeah. so she kind of documented stuff day to day, day to day stuff, um, and she was she took a lot of that and and put it in the book. Good. And it's just like a it's a, it's a crazy book. Like it's really sad, and just like heartbreaking. And then the second one, um, I forgot what that one's called, but it's kind of like. And this is this is the book you read. Part of. Part of. Yeah, yeah. And she has another book that she wrote as well. Uh, but like I said, she has different um, organizations that she put together. Good. Um, and shit that she donates to foundations like yeah. like similar to 
shit that she went through. Yeah. So it was a positive turnout from all the fucked up shit. Yeah, well, it's good she was able to yeah. come back from it and make yeah. good with it. You know. Make good from it. Yeah. So crazy story. Yeah. Um, check out the books if you haven't. Check out the story if you want to get more. More in-depth. In, yeah, if you want to get more in-depth in it. Um, but yeah, that's that's the story. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back see what Wyatt's got for us. All righty, guys. See ya. Uh, I'm up early for the classes. But fuck it, I'm a short play. I really need to bring some cash in. Cause these lectures never get me paid. And we're back. What's up, guy? What up, my guys? <laughs> my dudes. So, what do you got for us today? Well, Lighten up uh, the mood a bit. Well, New Year's is coming. It is. In a, as, well, today's. Uh, new Year, new nut. Um. <laughs> Today's 28, so about three days, it'll be 2019. Wow. So I have some crime some crime stats, actually, for New Year's. Let's hear them. And, uh, for all you people that... All you people... Want to... Know some crime stats. Yep. So the most reported or most, not, I don't know, arrests or police calls for crimes on New Year are property damage, assault and battery, Ooh. public intoxication, and trespassing, which... I can see alcohol being a big factor in all big of factor these. in all of those. It, it makes sense though that all these are spiked during this time. Yeah, because you go out and get a little boozed up and uh, get a little crazy. Boozed up with the hounds and boozed with the hounds. Just let loose. Yeah, crime increases by thirty percent. I mean, everywhere. Yeah. In general, because of the holidays, and, and it goes for um, uh, <laughs> um, Christmas, New Year's, New Year's Day. Fourth uh, of July, stuff like that, like you know, party holidays. Yeah, because well, everybody's fucking hammered. Everybody's getting a little crazy. Yeah, a little brined, and mm-hmm. then you go out and do some crime. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, pretty much. Just be careful when you drink, guys. Uh, don't get too brined, or yeah. if you get brined, be safe about it. Yeah, because uh, you don't want to be part of that thirty percent, do you? Yeah. Another big thing is is. Uh, guns and drunk driving. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Is that yeah, due to all the extra intoxication that, uh, like you know, gun firing and uh, drunk driving are another big factor. And yeah, a lot more fights because people are drunk and you know, shit like that. Property damage, people getting fucked up at the bars, breaking shit. Oh yeah. So I can see that. Just please be careful, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you guys getting. No, be safe on the roads and like shit yeah. back in uh, my old neighborhood. Every New Year sounded like the Fourth of July. There were so many fucking guns going on. It was pretty. It's pretty scary, actually. Got the army in your backyard or something? It sounded like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but New Year's definitely crazy holiday. Very crazy. Everybody, please be safe. Please be safe. Out very there. safe. Yeah. Any holiday, any day of the week. Yeah. No, just not safe. just holidays. Any yeah. day of the just week. Just be just be careful on holidays. You know the day. Yeah. Just a little extra. It. Little yeah. extra careful, but they're also saying actually that, um, especially around these time of the years, to be careful with your on for online crime as well. Oh, that's spiking now. Yeah, like scams. Wow. Welcome to the new age, guys. And shit like that are spiking because you know hol- I mean, online shopping. Yeah, goes up, so a lot more scams start hitting harder. Yeah, so be careful what you buy. Be careful what you drink. If you're old, especially. Oh no, the IRS is gonna get you for my taxes. This is the IRS. Please no. give me your bank account Please. number. No, 
okay. Or it's... you will be arrested. I actually got, a, I, it was like a month or two ago. I was getting several calls and they were leaving voicemails. And it was like, this is the IRS. Uh, you've, you're going to be, um, what is it? Like arrested or? No, it said, what was the word they use? I don't think it was indicted, but basically being sued. Oh, wow. By the IRS if I didn't pay a certain amount of money. And it said, please contact us in the next three days or there will be a warrant for your arrest. Wow. And then there was another one that said that I was, uh, there was a warrant out for my arrest for three serious crimes. <laughs> and that I needed to call this number or else the, I would, the authorities would be contacted and I would be immediately arrested. Nice. There you go. And it was funny because another guy in the, in the office where we work... He got the same exact call like two <laughs> days later, and we were talking about it. And then I got the call, and I was like, "Dude, they just called me and said the exact same thing." Should and I was, yet. he said he was freaking out because he was he had just went out out of town for a trip. Yeah, and they said that that county called him and they said that he had committed crimes in that county. <laughs> <laughs> what so he actually, he was like, "Did I get drunk and do something?" <laughs> I forget about it. Yeah, but I got the exact same call, and it was a different county, but same thing. And I was just like, "That's great. lucky yeah, guess, I guess." On bullshit. Their part. Yeah. So yeah, be careful with those scams because apparently they're you. hitting pretty fucking heavy. Well, that's what I want to tell you guys. Just be careful, please. But other than that, on to our funny headlines. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I got a review of the at least the six top. Headlines from 2018 is a review real quick. Drum roll, please. And the first one is... You ready for this? No. Okay. Now I'm ready. Now you ready? Ready. Two men try to rob pub in Maryland without realizing it's hosting cops retirement party. Oh. <laughs> and look at this dude's face. Look, this dude is messed up. <laughs> this dude, dude can't even see out of his eyes. shit. And the other dude's like, oh. His eye looks like his lips. It's like he has stitches up there on his eye, too. His oh, lips man. are fucked up. He rolled up. up in a cop party? That's the that's You are going to get your ass beat, my friend. <laughs> Just 14 guns drawn right away. Like, <laughs> Wow, that is the wrong place to roll up to I mean, if you want to commit a crime. Totally unlucky. Holy shit. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> Give me the fucking money. Man. Uh, turn around, 14 cops. Put your fucking hands up. Oh, shit. Bah, 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 bah. That reminds me of a story a few years back. I don't know. I had a friend who was selling some illegal contraband. Uh-oh. And uh, he gets hit up. He's going to go drop off some that that uh, illegal contraband. All righty. And uh, it's a friend of one of his friends, so he gets the address. His friend goes with him. He rolls up to the house, and there's two cop cars parked in the driveway. Oh, fuck. And he asked his friend, he was like, uh, what does so-and-so's dad do? No fucking and way. And he was like, oh, he's a cop. What the fuck? And he was like, okay, you didn't think of telling me this nice. before? Nice. So that person comes out, they do a little exchange. They exchange like a, I don't know, gift bag of something Okay. to make it look legit. Yeah. Goes back in, in the house and it's and they drive off. What the fuck? And I was like What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, so uh That's... be careful where you go. It might just be a cop. Yeah, it's pretty wild out there. Yeah. Alrighty, you ready for the next one? Yep. 
bank robbery suspect arrested after stopping for news interview during crime spree. There's <laughs> <laughs> stupid people out there. really stupid people. He's just running <laughs> <laughs> past the Kmart that's opening. Hey, sir, uh, what do you think of this new Kmart opening? Oh, wait. Uh, I think it's going to be a good addition to the community. Uh, I can't wait to come shopping here. 14 cautious, tackle him. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh my god, you gotta be an idiot. Look at him. Look, he has like a square face and everything. This guy's got that. Oh fuck. That's. I fucked up. Yeah. Look on his face. It's like, damn. Man. Should not have stopped for that Kmart interview. Idiot. Idiot. Okay, ready? Yeah. Nothing. Mississippi inmates break back into jail. <laughs> what? They missed it? Yeah, they're like, damn, man. I missed. Big boy dick. <laughs> well, I need some dick in my life. Let me get back in there, man. Like, man, I've got three meals a day. I better go back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. I think they were trying to escape the facility, but escaped and did a circle back into the facility. Oh, so they just man. ended up somewhere else in the facility. No. They, Why? They, they done fucked up. Why would you? They done fucked up, son. Why would you do that? Imagine just breaking into the fucking. Officer mess hall. It's <laughs> just like fourteen cops again. There's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just the janitor. Don't don't mind me. I'm just here to clean up. Uh, the, yeah, just clean, clean it up, up after falling through the ceiling. <laughs> Hi, Jerry. Hi, Ron. That hurt. Have you seen that? Some like at a store and some dude falls through the ceiling. No. And then the first thing guy goes. Hi, Jerry. <laughs> Hi, Ron. No. That hurt. <laughs> I have not I'll seen I'll show you that after. It's really funny. All right. All righty. This one, I don't think this this man should not be in trouble right now because this seems like a fair... Okay, no, I'm just kidding. Ready? <laughs> Disgruntled Florida man. Florida man, once again. Florida, back in the headlines. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Disgruntled Florida man shoots out tires of AT&T truck after blocking his driveway. <laughs> <laughs> How is that gonna help? I know. Look, you're blocking my driveway. Bah, bah. Let me now shoot your driveway. tires so you can't leave. <laughs> I mean, hey, I think I think this dude might be in the right right here. <laughs> Just kidding. Maybe. What was was the AT and T uh, servicing his house? Or? I don't think so. I think they're. It looks like they're serving a house, like a little ways down the way. Uh, but they're blocking the dude's driveway. Well, I've been in that situation. And it is very infuriating, but I have never, you never shot, shot all, ti- all the tires off the fucking car. This dude has a revolver. Wow. And he looks like he's 60 years old. Like he just Oh, dude, I've seen that video. Are you mean for real? Yeah. What? Oh, no, this dude was pissed, and he comes out and shoots the fucking... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's in the old... It's a fucking old-ass dude. Yeah. This guy's well, pissed. Just a good thing he didn't shoot anybody. He just shot some tires. But Man, still... That's, that's pretty... You can't... Don't go about it that way. Just ask yeah. him to move the truck next time. Yeah. All righty. You ready? ready for another one? Yeah. Man opens fire after wife takes bite of his grilled cheese sandwich. Oh. <laughs> that my grilled <laughs> cheese! <laughs> Look, hon, you want me to get you anything? I'm going to go to the McDonald's real quick and get some. No, I'm okay. <laughs> Comes back, takes a bite of his sandwich. What the fuck? I asked you if you want me. Typical woman. <laughs> Man. I mean... On one level, I can relate to this dude for being upset. Oh, 100%. <laughs> on the other level, don't shoot don't shoot at your wife. Yeah. Please don't shoot at your wife. Okay, Chris Brown, thank just, you. Just yell at her or something. Just, don't, uh, don't shoot at don't her. Don't take any physical action against her. It's a grilled cheese, my guy. <laughs> Go get another one. Go yeah. make another one. Man. 
but it might have been his best one ever. He's like, oh my god, the best grilled cheese. And he couldn't. He he was just mouth watering for it. I'm gonna go take a picture. He's like, I'm gonna go uh, take a piss real quick. <laughs> Comes back. back and his wife is just fucking munching that, down on that thing, just mowing just it down, elbow deep in that shit. <laughs> nice. She's like, man, honey, this is the greatest sandwich you ever made. <laughs> Get my food suit. That my fucking grilled cheese, bitch. <laughs> okay, I know that's not my grilled cheese. <laughs> fucking cookie monster. <laughs> In my food course. Oh, grilled cheese. <laughs> Alrighty. And our last one for the night. And actually, I saw this video. <laughs> it's kind of, it's funny, but it's kind of fucked up. Nobody got hurt, but, um. Cops mistake actor on movie set for armed criminals opens fire on them. Oh, Have you seen this video? No. These dudes, okay, they're like shooting a scene where they're running into like a pub or like a store or something. Uh-huh. Like masks. This is out in public. And out shit? in public. Okay. Like masks on, guns, fake guns drawn or whatever. Yeah. And I think somebody called the cops on him because it looked like they were robbing a store. And the cop pulls up, sees oh. three dudes with guns and goes, pop, pop. No. And shoots right next to their feet. Oh, fuck. And the guys are like, Fucking scared as shit because they just they just dropped their guns and hands yeah. up like what the fuck? He's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I'm like, we're shooting a movie. We're shooting a movie. And he's like, wait, what? We're shooting a movie. Look, there's a cameraman right there. He's like, oh fuck. Wow. Like the cop low key kind of fucked up. Man. But, I mean, rightfully so. You see three dudes with guns. Oh yeah, you yeah. Shoot at them. I would. Well, if you get a, a police call and yeah, you roll up and you see them. Of course. Of course, but like, it's just. A terrible coincidence to happen, but like, man, that's fucked up. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's a good story at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, nobody got hurt, but still, as long as nobody got hurt, it's a good story. Yeah, so any future uh bank robbers out there, just take a cameraman with you. Yeah, there you go, and just leave. And if the cops catch you, just be like, We're shooting a movie, we're shooting a movie, <laughs> we're out to read. Oh, my bad, we'll just take off. <laughs> All right, you guys got see you, man. Carry on, yeah. So yeah, that that was my top six headlines of 2018. I think were wow, 2018 <laughs> the funniest and the best. Man, I can't believe this year's already over. This I know. seriously went by so fucking fast. Zoom by, zooming, zooming, yeah. zooted. So, I mean, fuck. This year's been a crazy year for me. This fuck. Beginning of the year is in high school, and now I'm working for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the shitty podcast. <laughs> my shitty podcast. <laughs> but no, it's been a crazy year, man. No, yeah, it's been definitely a good year. Big chapter. Really good year. Had my kid this year. Yeah. I uh, had a heart attack. No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a, a stroke, and the right side of my face doesn't work anymore. Wow. <laughs> it's a lazy eye, dude. <laughs> fuck you. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> or <you'll> fuck alone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry to anybody who's had a stroke this listening. <laughs> Why it has no... I'm sorry. I'll have a stroke just Penis. To, <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> penis at all whatsoever. I was born penisless. Yeah, he's like a Ken doll in yeah. real life. I, sh- I have only balls, but no penis. I pee out of my ass. That'd be weird. Yeah, imagine just peeing out of your ass. Just have a little pe- Peter hanging out of your ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something comes out of your ass to pee and yeah. slurps back in, then you take a shit. Ooh. Ew. Wow. So I guess on that note, we'll... <laughs> We'll wrap it up here. Uh, you guys be safe. Uh, we're going to drop this in the next few days before New Year's. Yeah. So if you're listening, <coughs> have a good time, but a safe time. Yeah. Don't drink and, and damage anybody's property or Don't drink assault anything anybody stupid. or drive. Get an Uber. Get an Uber, please. Um, 
And if you see anybody who looks like they need help, don't be afraid to intervene because they can possibly be a kidnap victim. Yeah. And you could prevent them from being locked up for 18 years. Yeah. But um, go check me out on Elbow Deep Cast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Elbow Deep on anywhere you find your podcast. Elbow Deep on uh, YouTube as well if you want to see our ugly mugs at mm-hmm. some point in time. Yeah. And uh, follow the Booze with the Hound uh, on social media, Booze Hound Cast on Instagram, uh, Twitter. And uh, email us any stories you guys want to hear. Yeah, or DM us, message us, anything yeah. you guys want to hear. Get a hold of us. Let us know what you want to hear. Yeah. Um, I want to give the people what they want. So if you have any suggestions, just let us know. And um, you guys have yourselves a really great new year. And all you boozers out there, keep boozing. Keep boozing. Boozing with the hounds. And this is Rob J, a.k.a. the Booze Hound, signing off. White star, elbow deep, taking off, man. Peace. Peace. See you next year.